0: Welcome back to the Eucatropolis Podcast. I'm your host, James Hill. In this week's episode, how to play a swinging, understated jazz strum. What we do with the left hand, what we do with the right hand, and why the jazz strum is, in the end, just so darn easy to get started with. In this season of the podcast, all of the episodes are being recorded live on the first Thursday of every month. You can... Bring a uke, bring a friend, bring a question. I'd love it if you'd join us. It's completely free to attend. If you're interested, go to uketropolis.com slash podcast. And with that, let's get right into this week's episode, the jazz strum. Elmar has a good question here. Um, How can I play a swinging jazz accompaniment? Yes. Great question. Um, One of my favorite sounds on the ukulele is jazz. I love jazz on the ukulele. I love jazz in general, but I especially love jazz on the ukulele. I I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not a guitarist, but when I see jazz guitarists playing jazz, so often they're like halfway up the neck on their jazz guitar and they're only playing four strings at a time because they like those voicings and I'm like aren't you just imitating the ukulele (laughs) like couldn't you just do that more easily on an ukulele and not have to schlep that big guitar uh to the gig every night you know Uh, I know that's an oversimplification but still so often jazz guitarists are trying very much to sound like Ukuleles when they play their sort of uh, their jazz chord progressions. Jazz sounds especially sweet on the ukulele when you have the high fourth string. My dog has fleas. That, that fourth string being unexpectedly high what it does is it kind of compacts all of the chords that you're playing in jazz and it sounds a little bit more like a barbershop quartet you know like a pocket-sized barbershop quartet that's what that high fourth string tuning does in jazz and to me that is just such a nice sound But going back to the question, you know, how do I play a swinging jazz accompaniment? It has, you know, as much to do with um, how you're playing it as it does with what you're playing. Um, you know, I, I don't know exactly what song you have in mind that you want to accompany, but um, you know, there could be any number of chord progressions that you might want to play. The one. I tend to um, practice on most is um, what they call in jazz the two five one. I find this is sort of like the quintessential jazzy sound, and it makes a great practice. Loop, I guess you could call it. And all I'm doing right there is starting straight across on the third fret. We can call that C minor seven. And then here's where the magic happens you just take one of those notes, just one of those notes, and pull it back one fret. So instead of going straight across on the third fret, I'm actually going second fret and then third fret, third fret, third fret. So 2, 3, 3, 3 would be the fret names. And then I'm finishing it off with a B flat six. Now this is a good example of something you'll notice a lot in jazz, which is that the chords that sound like they're gonna be more difficult are often easier to play. I'm not just saying that to, you know, like promote my ukulele jazz course and trying to get you to, you know, buy into this jazz thing. It's true. Like so often the chords that have extra, you know, digits in them, extra numbers, extra letters, you know, things that make them sound scary, like eight or nine times out of 10, those chords are ergonomically easier than the chords you thought were already easy, right? So for example, like the classic example would be C. Everybody thinks C is the easiest chord in the world. But of course, C6 is easier. All the open strings, right? There are so many examples of this. G, you know, the typical G chord, garden variety G chord. Um, Pretty easy, I guess. People think of that as a beginner level chord. But G6, a jazzy chord that sounds a little more intimidating, is easier. It only takes two fingers to play. Uh, both on the second fret. It's like a G chord with a hole in it. I mean, I could just go on and on with so many examples of chords where their jazzy counterparts are easier to play than their garden variety versions. Uh, And of course, the classic is the one we're looking at right now, which is B flat. Everybody's, you know, nightmare chord when they first start playing the ukulele. It's only a nightmare if you try to play it the, you know, the vanilla way. You know, with the full complement of notes, that is tricky. I remember oh, struggling with this for for weeks, what felt like years. You know, <laughs> trying to get this B flat in place. If only I had explored jazz a little earlier, maybe play something like a B flat major seven. That's just third finger, second finger, first finger, no fingers on the A string. Beautiful chord. You don't have to flatten that first finger out. Or the one that I'm playing here in this exercise, which is B flat 6, which is the B flat chord without the ring finger. Beautiful chord, easier to play than the regular B flat chord. So, these three that i um i've been talking about here c minor seven straight across on the third fret then pulling that one note back for an f9 and then b flat six to me this is my go-to jazz practice progression partly because i'll get to use it in a lot of songs and partly because it gives me a good opportunity to practice my right hand uh, jazz lift sound now you'd think that in jazz that you know (laughs) everything is more complex Uh, well in jazz the the right hand must be really complex because the harmonies are so complex And jazz is so complex, you know, and improvisation is so scary. Uh, You know, the right hand must be doing something really bizarre. And in sort of a poetic twist of uh, fate, it just so happens that the right hand is doing almost nothing. (laughs) The right hand in jazz goes like this. Here, get your pencil and your paper out and write down the, um, the jazz strum. Are you ready? It goes like this down, 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 down. And sometimes up down. That truly is it. Down, 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 And sometimes up down. Did you hear the little hiccup? and that really is in the basis of getting a good jazz accompaniment keep it simple enjoy the fact that these chords are often easier to play than you thought they would be and um, maybe most importantly I will say listen to a lot of jazz if you're going to play jazz if you're going to play a sweet accompaniment in a jazz style please, please, please do yourself a favor and just look up some great jazz performances. Watch them, listen to them. Let jazz get under your skin. It really is the most enjoyable and maybe the fastest way to get good at jazz is just to listen to a bunch of jazz. Um, You could also take a course like the one I have, you know, ukulele jazz, and we go into much more detail on how to integrate that into songs, songs, great wonderful lyrical beautiful jazz standards it's all there if you want it and um even if you don't want to go that far with it i hope that that is interesting something you might want to try and uh if nothing else uh, i hope you sort of uh get the sense that jazz doesn't have to be intimidating that as an ukulele player it truly is at your fingertips just begging to be played it's um not as hard as you think. It's easy to get started. And um, I hope you'll give it a try. And thanks for the question. <laughs> as Joe says here, my problem is loving all genres of music. Yeah, I I hear what you mean. And uh, my problem is that I love all good music. <laughs> I, I love all the music I love. I really don't think in genres and i i think a lot of younger listeners uh, i look at my son you know consuming music and i think the younger generations they just they don't think in genres um the way even my generation did you know you would go to the cd shop remember those and you would actually go to the genre that you're interested in you would you would kind of like physically segment yourself from the genres that you weren't interested in you know these days with playlist culture I think a lot of those barriers are just going away, and people just love what they love, and it's cool. Um, and the ukulele, the, the ukulele doesn't judge you for the music you love. The ukulele is it, the ukulele is like a like a like a dog, <laughs> like like your best friend. It's like it's just always up for whatever. Sure, you want to play that? Yeah, let's do it. You want to go to the park? You want to throw the ball? Yeah, you know, <laughs> ukulele is like uh, like just like a musical golden retriever yeah let's go let's do it not gonna judge you just always there happy when you get home come on let's play (laughs) that's the ukulele just you don't need to take it for walks you know it's pretty cool thanks for tuning in to the uketropolis podcast i'll be back again next week and in the meantime if you're really into that jazz ukulele sound, it just so happens Euctropolis has a jazz ukulele course. And you can get a free lesson at euctropolis.com slash jazz. Or if you're a baritone player, euctropolis.com slash baritone jazz. Yes, we have the full course in two different tunings. So I hope you'll check it out. Jazz on the ukulele really changed my life. It rekindled my love for the instrument i hope you'll enjoy it as well thanks again for tuning in and i will see you next week until then keep on strumming